Do not plant two kinds of seed in your vineyard. If you do, not only the crops you plant, but also the fruit of the vineyard will be defiled. Deuteronomy 22 verse 9 Despite its ostensibly lofty intentions, secular humanism is paralyzing the greatest civilization in the history of the world. If this trend is left unchecked, America as we know it will necessarily begin a lengthy plunge into obscurity, darkness, misery, and servitude. This assessment is vehemently rejected by nearly all unbelievers and a mounting number of modern Christians. These groups of individuals largely consider any suggestion that our nation hangs in the balance as little more than irresponsible hyperbole growing from a garden of unguarded cynicism. In fact, an enlightening piece from the New York Times succinctly offered an alternative viewpoint. When writing about the appeal of the atypical political candidates running for the office of the presidency, veteran conservative columnist David Brooks penned the following excerpt in an editorial titled, I'll Miss Barack Obama, dated February 9, 2016. Quote, To hear Bernie Sanders or Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, and Ben Carson campaign is to wallow in the pornography of pessimism to conclude that this country is on the verge of complete collapse. That's simply not true. We have problems, but they are less serious than those faced by just about any other nation on earth. End quote. Brooks clearly disagrees with my assessment at the beginning of this chapter. Interestingly, just ten months earlier, he confirmed in an interview with National Public Radio that he is a believer and that there is, quote, something just awesome about seeing somebody stand up and imitate and live the non-negotiable truth of Jesus Christ, end quote. How is it possible that two self-professed followers of Jesus Christ can arrive at such diametrically opposed conclusions when assessing the overall health of our culture? Is either assessment correct? Which conclusion is closer to the truth? Does the disagreement symbolize a rift within the church? We must begin our journey towards understanding these questions by establishing a foundational knowledge of the fullness of God's love by conducting a survey into the very nature of the human heart. This certainly seems a curious place to start, since a fleeting glance at any news outlet would encourage us to direct our concerns and attention towards the current national platform embraced by our political party of choice. But alas, this approach would suggest that our ultimate source of understanding springs from the little g of government, not the big g of God. God has abundantly supplied man with countless spiritual blessings, but there are two gifts of monumental significance that must be appreciated when it comes to understanding the essence of man and the evolutions within a society. Each of these gifts is absolute in nature. None of God's children benefit from a greater supply than what has been given to his fellow man. A society will flourish when these gifts are appreciated and respected, whereas a society will inevitably collapse if they are exploited. As a testament to his everlasting love, God has blessed all of his children with the first of these two gifts of monumental significance, universal liberty. Commonly referred to as free will by Christians, could there possibly be any greater demonstration of love than granting an individual the freedom to act?